Bob Gill on Julian Assange. Media censorship is key to NHS privatisation. Just like the various imperialist wars, the NHS has become a funnel for vast sums of public money to be passed into private hands via profits and dividends. This is a short interview with Dr Bob Gill, given in Westminster on the 8th of October at the Hands Around Parliament for Assange demonstration. Bob talks about why he's at the demonstration, the significance of Julian Assange's case for all workers, and tells us about latest developments in the NHS. So we're here with Bob at the Hands Off Assange rally. You all know Bob Young, there's no introduction for me. Bob, how are you today? Very well, thank you, Renji. Uh, do you mind if I just ask you why you're here and, and what's going on? Yeah, so the Assange case um, is very important. Fundamentally, it's about freedom of speech, censorship of the press, um, control by government of what the people are allowed to know. And I think given, given the activity I'm involved in in raising people's awareness about stealth privatisation, I think there's a lot in common. And I, I know from my own experience how much censorship there is in the media and how little the public are told about what's happening to the NHS. Excellent. So, I mean, the, uh, the idea is that we live in the world's greatest democracy. This is the mother of parliaments behind me. We are blessed people. And, um, you know, much of the narrative of the, of the wars that we've seen since 1990s and the collapse of the Soviet Union has been, we're going to bring democracy and remove tyrants to the world. And, and where does Julian Assange fit into that narrative? And why do you think the US and Britain are so angry with him? Well, his main uh, work through WikiLeaks was to expose the war crimes committed by America and the United Kingdom, particularly in Iraq. Uh, you know, he's responsible for putting into the public domain so much about the secret workings of governments, both in here and America. And, you know, what they in fact conducted was an illegal war, a war about controlling assets, a war about controlling oil, and the democracy that the West are trying to sell really is a sham. Because if you look in America, we have two neoliberal parties, the Republicans and the Democrats. And over in, in England, we have a Tory party and a Labour party. There's hardly any difference in their main policy agenda, which is to hand over more and more control to corporations. And Julian Assange was exposing what that agenda was. In fact, to paraphrase what he said about the Afghan war, it was a way of laundering money from the tax base of American citizens through Afghanistan back into the Washington war machine. And I can see a parallel with the NHS, whereby they're using the tax base of the UK citizen to funnel it through the provision of healthcare and siphon off as much as possible into profits and shareholder dividends of largely American companies. That's a very, basically you preempted my question, you know, which was going to be, what has this got to do with British people and why does it affect their interests? But as you kind of pointed out, you know, we've seen that through the COVID pandemic, we've seen it through the wars, huge amounts of state-owned money passing into private corporations in order to fund these policies, which are very dystopian, don't serve the interests of British people, but do serve the interests of the Wall Street and city elite. Now, you brought us kind of nicely to the NHS. Can I ask your opinion of um, the fact that the uh, Royal College of Nurses are going to be balloting for industrial action, um, obviously in the face of the cost of living crisis, which, you know, in our opinion, is a is essentially a classic crisis of capitalism, the crisis of overproduction, the worldwide global crisis that hit again 
not just in 20, uh, 2008, but also in 2020. Uh, and the economies are reeling from that, obviously exacerbated by their by their policy of sanctions on Russia and sanctions war on Russia, which has sent energy prices sky high. So cost of living is going sky high. We knew nurses were, some of them, you know, despite working full time in a professional capacity in a much valued role already on the breadline and some were attending, you know, and, and, and going to go to food banks. Liz Truss, our new uh, prime minister, has said she wants to make that illegal. Uh, uh, not by increasing the pay, but just by stopping them from going to food banks. So, you know, so in that context, what do you think is the, the role of the nurses' ballot and, and how do you think that's going to uh, turn out? Well, the nurses, any healthcare worker doesn't want to go on strike unless absolutely necessary. And the government, in terms of keeping their wages suppressed for over a decade, have led to such a desperate situation within the NHS. We have a massive workforce crisis. And the nurses who are still within the NHS are struggling to provide safe care. And they know if their terms and conditions are, are kept as bad as they are currently are, we can never get on top of that problem. And ultimately, this is about patient safety. So if you do not pay nurses well enough, you do not support a highly qualified and trained workforce, you're going to get very poor outcomes for, for the patient. And that's the connection that needs to be made. This is not purely about money. This is about having a safe national health service. And what the government want to do is to keep the wage bill down to maximize profit for future corporate raiders. That is the battle. And that is what the RCN needs to get across. I'm happy they're balloting for strike action, but let's not forget the RCN actually endorsed the health and care bill 2021, which was the final bit of legislation that locks in American corporate uh, templates and a, a mechanism for their takeover of the NHS. Thanks, Bob. So essentially, it's good that they're going to try and protect wages because without that, there'll be no NHS. But we also have to get much smarter about the policies of our government, the games that they're playing and the way in which they're privatising and destroying the service. And I think if we fight on that basis, we'll have widespread support and we'll educate the British public who are all facing this crisis, which is essentially a crisis of capitalism. Bob, thank you so much for speaking to us. Is there any last word that you'd like to say? No, information is power. Everything we can do to get more people informed, the better. So thank you very much. Thanks so much, Bob. And I'm going to end just with a little picture. Oh, here we are in Parliament. Protesters are gathering with their hands around Parliament. It's not going to be for a couple of hours, so the crowds are still small. We've got a group of uh, evangelicalists who are filming a video for their mental enslavement over here. And we've got some uh, more knowledgeable protesters over here. <laughs> and there you are, the mother of all parliaments, mother of injustice, mother of colonialism, mother of empire, and our very own Big Ben. Big Ben. Thanks for listening to Proletarian Radio. We aim to bring you the best Marxist analysis on current affairs, revolutionary history, and theory. Do like, comment, subscribe, and share our content to help us reach the widest possible audience. We are a small organization with limited resources, and we need worker support if we are to grow and fulfill our mission. If you are able to make a one-off or regular donation, no matter how small, please visit our website at thecommunists.org and register as a supporter.